Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Mac and Forth Show. My name's Carl Mann and we're here once again to talk about the week's Apple and tech related news. And joining me as ever, Mr. Alan Vickers. How are you, sir? I'm very, very well, Carl. Thank you very much. I'm just back from a, a morning on the beach, actually with my wife but it was uh, unfortunately cold and windy so I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to be home actually there's no need to call her that <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was a lovely view but not a nice temperature so oh i see again mm. still no need to call her that <laughs> <laughs> i could do these all day <laughs> oh dear how's how's apart from the the beach fidget how, how's your week been then sir yeah it's been all right actually not not too bad i, I don't know if i mentioned to you last week that i'd ordered a a knockoff um, Apple sleeve for my iPad Pro 10.5. You know that that nice plush leather sleeve uh, that Apple make. It's 129 pounds. Uh-huh. <laughs> what a joke that is! I thought, no, I'll get one off of uh, eBay, and I got one for seven pounds sixty six delivered. So obviously coming from China. So it took about a couple of weeks to get here, and it arrived earlier this week. And uh, first impressions when I opened it up was like, oh, look at that, it's so cheap. <laughs> it just oh. looks like like vinyl like vinyl from a car from the 1970s or something like that um but i used it anyway it fits nice and it fits your uh, your pencil in just above the the slot where you put your ipad in there's a little slot there for your pencil and i have to say that i've got used to it it, it still doesn't doesn't look like class it looks a bit cheap but for function it's really good for carrying my ipad and the pencil around together in my bag protects it and uh, yeah I, so i quite like it it's certainly worth seven pound 66 yeah, it's 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 kind of well. Sometimes it's hit and miss with these third party um, sleeves and stuff. Because I I got I because I've always wanted an Apple red leather iPhone case, and I mm. like fifty quid, and I came so close to buying one when the the last iPhone came out. But yeah. in the end, I I I, I went well, I went out with my mate. Strangely enough, today I was going to go and buy it from the Apple store. I went out with my mate, and we went to uh, watch a film in Leicester Square. Mm. Uh, and he's he's not an Apple user he's an android user but we went in the store because he still thinks it's impressive the way the store looks and all that and all the tech yeah. laid out in front there and he and i pulled it out of the drawer which is a bit weird because you have to self-serve yourself and and he goes how much is that then i go 50 quid he went you what <laughs> <laughs> and it, it caused me a moment of hesitation and uh in the end i ended up buying something off amazon for about six quid and it looks lovely this little red leather obviously faux leather i've got to imagine mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, yeah. that's good for the vegetarians i guess so um yeah so but it looks it looks lovely I, I wear I, I wear it it wears it now and then and it, it looks yeah. it looks stunning red and black yeah you can't tell from the pictures what you're going to get but no. If you're only paying you know, like a tenner a time, it's like uh, it's worth a gamble, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm pretty much the same when it comes to the Apple Watch and, and bands as well. I, I'm not paying mm. Apple's prices for even the cheap ones. Well, they cheap in quotes, shall we say? Yeah. yeah, I I I buy everything off Amazon and eBay when it comes to accessories most of the time. Yeah, so, uh, but uh, I'll tell you what I have done this week. I have watched Carpool Karaoke at last. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. What did you think then? I, 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 when it started out, I thought, oh no, because it's missing the laughter track. Yeah. Which, when you watch yeah. it on YouTube, because I don't watch it on telly, but when I've seen it on YouTube, it's the fact that the crowd's laughing and joining in on the fun and it makes it more, you know, of, of, 
kind of an event thing but you know when you watch it on apple music it's it's gone it's just all gone mm. so it, it sounds like sometimes there's no one laughing at the jokes unless you're laughing at them and <laughs> and they don't always hit the mark but it's it's, it's shot well and it's, you know you can see the production values there um some of the things are obviously a bit gimmicky where they've obviously set up things to occur yeah. on, on, but yeah. you know it's it, that was a bit that irked me a bit actually because uh, I don't mind uh, you know when things are scripted most things clearly are most of these yeah, reality obviously. in quotes well so is the news <laughs> yeah, well, yeah but what I don't like it is when they when they make such an effort to yeah. pretend that it isn't you know as if as if anyone's going to be fooled I felt sort of insulted by it really like the, yeah, the the faux surprise that a helicopter turned up on top of a skyscraper as if that could have all happened you know, on a whim without anyone in knowing without, without Corden knowing and so on so I thought oh, yeah, treat us with a bit more kind of respect yeah. than that yeah it was more more the bar- marching band at the beginning for me oh, <laughs> yeah. god no don't say this is what and unfortunately he got rid of it in about 10 seconds and we got on properly with the show but yeah i mean it's good he's an, he's definitely an entertainer and he had, you had two good entertainers on the first one in will smith and 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 Corden, obviously yeah so i mean I, I'm, i've started the second one and i was thinking oh is that it is he gone now <laughs> is he no longer <laughs> in it and he turns up as a walker by so i don't know moving forward how many times he actually pops up within the shows maybe it's just the oh, first no, few. i haven't seen the second one yet so mm. I'll give that a look i have been going through the back catalogue of um planet of the apps though oh yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know it must be a, a masochist or something because <laughs> they don't get better but i sort of feel like i want to collect the set now <laughs> oh you want a completist yeah 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 but uh, i have it on in the background with an exercise in so it's not as bad as it sounds uh, okay it's I've, I, i'll tell you what though i've had a bad week i'm i'm miserable go on I, you know how well I've been doing on my on my rings, on closing my rings every single day. Basically, every single day up until this point, I've managed to close all my rings. How could I possibly know? It's not like you brag about it every single day. <laughs> it's not my fault. You <laughs> you subscribe to my feed on that thing, right? You could just take me off. But the other day, Monday, as I was doing my job during the day, I put my back out and I came home and I'd done all my stuff I thought I'd done all I had left to do was stands mm-hmm. so I thought well I, you know I got four left to do by midnight shouldn't be a problem time, was it? it was about three o'clock in the afternoon so I thought yeah. I've got plenty of time even though I've got a bad back and it basically means I've got to sleep, sleep on my back now for, <laughs> for the rest of the day I thought I'm bound to need drink or get up and go to the toilet and, and move around so <laughs> I take my I take my painkillers which knock me bandy and I, I'm mm-hmm. laying there and it gets to I'm, I'm still awake I'm still awake. I wake. I'm still awake at 2 a.m. the next day, and I look at my watch, and I realise I hadn't had my notification that I'd cleaned all my rings. And I look back, Ooh. and it was up to 11, not oh, 12. No. And I've broken my entire run for this entire year. What a disaster! For standing, for the flipping standing. <laughs> well, in some ways, stand. the standing one is the easiest, but yeah. in other ways, it's the trickiest because if you run out of hours, you, you've there's had nothing. it. There's no way of cheating it, is there? And no, and and obviously, being someone who's, who's thinking, right, I don't want to have wasted all this time, I went back to see if there was a hack. And there used to be a hack where you no. could go back and change the time on the watch, then say you've done an exercise, like for a minute or whatever, and that will count as one stand. Uh-huh. And that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm screwed. What we've got now is your word for it, really, that you've you've had this record. Well, no, I've still got I've, I've still got all the all the rings closed up, and you know it's all done. It's just that one day on Monday has now ruined me for the rest of because I've done it again <laughs> yesterday, and I'm going to do it again today. But I will not no longer be able to brag that I've done it for the entire year. 
And my yeah. things reset as well. So when it says you're on a roll and you've done, I don't know, 180 odd days continuously, yeah. it's not gone back to one. Oh. <laughs> well, since I had those like bouts of flu and things like that that I had back in February and March, I've been pretty good and I've done three rings every day since. So I'm building up. So you never know now. I'm, maybe oh. I'm uh, poised to beat your record over time. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. It's not good. <laughs> I, feel, I felt so. I felt. Right, that's it. What's the point of carrying on? <laughs> I fell off that bike pretty hard, but I thought, no, climb back on it. Climb back on that cart and carry on. Dear God. The people uh, around me in my life, they're quite cynical about my use of the, these rings for, for motivation. <laughs> it's like people saying, you just, just do what you feel you need to do. Don't, don't be watching the numbers all the time. But you know, what they don't know is that they really are motivators. I do, I do things every day to complete my rings that I know I wouldn't otherwise do. So it works. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like I said, I cannot tell you how gutted I was when I found <laughs> one flipping stand. And I know, I know I got up and went to the toilet during that. So it just did not register. Even worse. <laughs> or it didn't register enough. Well, commiserations. I know oh, how you feel. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, I, I've, oh, I've tried two other choices. Uh, sorry. Um, other suggestions that you dropped on me last week on our Patreon episode, the last one we did. So I've now gone and purchased drafts and editorial. I thought, what oh. the hell? They're $4.99 each, but I thought I'd gone and buy them, whatever. And that drafts one, I found really useful now, I've got to say, especially yeah. with the watch complication. I've got yeah. so many things now, when I'm out and messing around and, and whatnot, or listening to other shows or podcasts or whatever, if something happens or if, if it jogs my memory to do something, I make a quick note through the complication and it's sitting there all ready to go when I get back yeah it works ever so well and it's really good isn't it at speech recognition and turning yeah. it into text yeah it works a treat I mean I'm, I'm still waiting to get down to editorial properly but mm. uh, again when I finish work I, I just want to go to sleep I don't want to do anything <laughs> oh well yeah two damn good apps I used one of them this week um, I had a bit of a a, a dull moment this week. I really beat myself up about it because uh, I've been looking for like a proper opportunity to use the power of um, iOS 11 uh, multitasking and drag and drop. And one came up this week because somebody asked me a question on Twitter that I couldn't really answer in, in just one tweet. It needed about five or six. So even though I hate these tweet stream things that people mm. do, I, ha I had to do one. So what I did was I, I drafted up each of the replies. I think there were about six of them in drafts, paragraph each, basically. And I thought, oh, brilliant. I'll get Twitter up on the left. I'll get drafts up on the right. And uh, then I went to the first one in drafts and I highlighted the paragraph and I tapped to um, to bring up the little black menu, said copy. And then I went across to Twitter, tapped, long tapped, got the paste menu up, did paste and so on. And that was sent off the first one. I did this six times. I was really pleased with myself thinking, oh, it works really well, this. And after I'd sent the last one, I thought, why... Why, oh, why didn't I just drag and drop that text? I, I just forgot uh, all the... All this study that I've been doing about iOS 11, all this excitement. I even bought a new iPad to exploit it properly. And the first proper opportunity I had to, to drag some text and drop it on a field, I just forgot all about it and didn't do it. <laughs> Break, breaking that memory muscle is a terrible, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. I mean, for a lot of users who don't even know about it, it's just going to be a, a dormant feature, isn't it, that they never, ever, ever exploit? Well, until you see someone else do it. 
It's normally the way. Yeah, yeah. Especially if that's the only way it seems to work for Apple, because they never seem to put out proper instructions. It's no. always wait for someone else. You see someone else doing it in the pub or at work, and how did you do that? And then you have to explain it. Yeah. They, they occasionally put out um, mini sort of five-second videos or GIFs, mm-hmm. don't they, on, on their Twitter account. Have you seen that? And there's a, there's a weird one this week about uh, Siri. It says something about um, the power of Twitter. Uh, sorry, the power of... Um, Siri, and I think it references that rock video, mm-hmm. but it's a little sort of five second um, GIF or video that just gives you an example of saying, um, it says something like Fan- Greg fancy a run or something like that, and it just shows the voice being turned into dictation. So it's such a strange thing. It doesn't make any sense, really. Have a look out of it. It's, it's one of those sponsored tweets that turns up in my timeline all the time. Oh, okay, I, I haven't seen them, but uh, sp- speaking of iOS 11, we've just had this week again. Beta 6 drop for developers and beta 5 for us public users. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there's not much in it. Apparently, it fixed a load of bugs because people were having a terrible time with beta 5, apparently. I never, I never really experienced anything, any problems, but apparently, it was crashes and all kinds of weird stuff. I got a lot of examples of the dock not working. It just yes. wasn't. Yeah. Yes, that was, that was one of them. Uh, so, some of the things on this new version, which are fairly obvious, are. <laughs> Okay, so we got a new iMessage app icon. We got a new Maps app icon, which now includes Apple Park. So it's got mm. the little circle in the corner, which is making a lot of people unhappy for some reason, and I don't like it anyway. Um, fixed reminders app icon with the check circles now on the right side, at least for us in the Western uh, nations. Uh, bolder numbers on the clock app. A new splash page for photos. Fish live. Oh, fish live wallpapers have been removed. I didn't even know what they were. <laughs> I thought, oh yeah, you got fish on there. Aren't you? Um, auto brightness is now access is an accessibility option and is defaulted to on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll annoy a lot of people. Uh, control yeah, center, mu- yeah, control center music widget, uh, airplay indicator has now tinted blue during yeah. use. Uh, and the new AirPods, this one looked quite good. The new AirPods overlay animation for when you're syncing up your AirPods now rotates instead ah. of just a still image. But oh, the okay. one, but the one, Alan, that has caused the most haranguing if that's the word <laughs> on, on on twitter and various social networks is the new the app, app store, store icon <laughs> yes because people are no longer happy that it is no longer what a pencil a brush and a ruler it is mm. now just three lollipop sticks over line yeah. and I, I got a bit of um i got a bit of audio of some people who were not particularly happy about this mm-hmm. So, so that was them on Twitter. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> oh dear, I can't believe I can't believe the world we live in sometimes. But uh, oh look, me uh, me soundboard's just crashed. That's nice. Mm. But uh, yeah, so uh, they they went off on uh, the usual Twitter rant that everything's falling apart. The world no longer makes sense because Apple has decided to change its icon. Whatever. Okay. And uh, yeah. And so they're 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 pretty uh, unhappy about it. Well, there is something a little bit ugly about that, about that <laughs> app store icon. I must admit, it doesn't. It, I don't know. I quite liked the the old um, paintbrush pencil and and uh, ruler. It was like uh, your tools, wasn't it? All your tools in the app store. And now mm. it's just like you say. It's like one of those little weaves of lolly sticks you used to make down at the uh, down the pictures. We used to make those uh, <laughs> by three or four by four. Okay weapons out of them you could you could weave your lolly sticks and then throw them a few a few rows forward and hit right. something at the back of the head and the pictures that's right oh god yeah you little vandal <laughs> 
I kept thinking of Blair Witch Project for some reason. I don't know why. But oh. uh, yeah, uh, is it? Isn't it? A, uh, isn't the old symbol something to do with the Illuminati though? That oh, compass. I don't know. I, I mean, I remember reading it vaguely somewhere. It was something about that triangle, a compass. But it's not a compass. It's a bloody pen and a. Mm. You know, it's meant to be arts creation and and you know people doing things and. Maybe that's just got lost in this day. It's a, it's a weird change. It's, it's Didn't it, um, wasn't it inherited from the Apple Works app all those years ago, which was their, yeah, their paint app and their, their word processing app and, and so on. And that's why those tools were, were there. They're like the typical word processor tool icons, like a, a paintbrush and a pencil and a ruler. I'm sure that's where it came from. And then oh, all yeah. of a sudden Apple Works didn't exist and then it became the App Store. Well, again, I've just, I've just called that up. There is a, there's a pen, a pencil, a brush and a ruler and an, a, a compass again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe, maybe that was where it came from. So I don't know. Does it have any relevance nowadays? Mm, probably um, not. Again, most things don't. Well, I mean, well, neither have lolly sticks. So <laughs> exactly. You know, if you're, yeah. you're going to go minimal, why not just make it the letter A? I mean, yeah. that'd be nice and clean. It, it is a strange choice. I just don't see what the big hoo-ha is that it seemed to generate on on various social media sites. Yeah, but 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 <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, also brightness changing its default that caught me out because um I was looking at my uh, my iPad Air two for a couple of minutes after I'd upgraded and it seemed ever so dim and I thought well, that's weird and I went to the settings app and it was way down at about 5% brightness or something I hadn't changed it and um, I'm one of those people that, that didn't have um, auto brightness on I've always had it off and I always uh, manually set my brightness to about half or maybe 60% mm-hmm. so I'll try this uh, this new default because they obviously think they think they've got enough smarts inside now to help your battery if you let yeah. them work out the brightness of the screen so I'll trust them for a bit and see what happens I think yeah well, it's it's well, it's gone. It's moved. <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't hear so much of a hoo ha about that one, but uh, but yeah, don't don't ever change the pictures. Mind you, we had the similar thing back in iOS seven, was it? Where mm. where there was a massive change of all the icons, and when it went to sort of bubble bubble gum effect of iOS. Yeah, that's right. Safari but, changed, didn't it? The icon for Safari that created a bit of a, a hubbub on on Twitter. Mm. It's weird, but I, I never understand this dichotomy, right? Because a lot of people in technology and stuff, they bemoan when anything changes, but the sheer fact that they're in technology normally means that they like to look forward to the new thing coming. But then yeah. when the new thing arrives, it's, oh, no, it's changed, it's different, I'm scared, run away. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird the, um The latest beta I've got on both my iPads now, it's still got um, rotation bugs. But they, they annoy the hell out of me. It seems like they always sort out rotation last because it always happens oh, yeah. in the and, and what happens on my ipads now is most often if i start an app in uh, landscape it starts upside down for no <laughs> reason and you have to twist the the ipod right round to make it go back to normal oh they're trying to confuse you imagine when you've got no home button to go by what's the top <laughs> yeah exactly so, it's all a clever ploy to we'll say um also as we're getting near nearer and nearer to iOS 11 as well, um, some stories have started to come up about HomeKit and some of the new features that we're going to get in HomeKit. 20 new features, apparently. And mm. i got to say, because I do, I do like playing about with my home automation stuff here. I've got various lights and, and Harmony Hub and, and God knows what else. And it's, it's good. And it's always that frustrating thing where... Um, where actually HomeKit itself, the controlling aspects of HomeKit are very, very limited in what they can do. And now we're going to get things like timers and, and multi-person location triggers and uh-huh. NFC pairing and QR pairing and, and, and you know, what day of the week reoccurrences and, and all kinds of weird stuff that is bloody about time, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
So instead of like me just setting up, like I think I've got about three or four actual triggers at the moment. And one is when I get near the house, turn the lights, certain lights on. If I've left the house and lights are on, turn them off. Uh, and that's about it. That's about all I can do with, with HomeKit as it stands at the moment. But now it's going to be a lot more being more intriguing because now I can put everyone who's on who's got an iOS device in his house and he's on iOS 11, I'll be able to have them on. So it'll be able to see who's home or who's yeah. coming in and, and it'll be much more useful at the moment. It's basically all just set up for me, you know, yeah. <laughs> even though I don't own the house. It's just Yeah, it's it fun. makes it unusable in effect, doesn't it, really? Yeah. So this is this is sorely needed. I, mean, I haven't actually got any uh, HomeKit compatible gear yet. So it's, this you, is all a, bit, a bit of a moot point for me. Well, you know what? The, uh, you've got a very cheap in now because IKEA, IKEA's stuff, that automation stuff we talked about coming from IKEA, is now yeah. available apparently what in britain yeah ah, okay well i say yes in britain it just said ikea i'm thinking it must mean uk as well as the us but um mm. it'll be easy to check but yeah i mean they they do already sell their their uk stuff here so um i don't see why it was just an update after all that they pushed out and now it works yeah that's so because it's, apple now allow uh, the security to be done by software doesn't it rather than having that dedicated hardware chip embedded in in all the home kit equipment which is which is also going to help, hopefully, adoption because no longer these companies, other third-party companies, will be able to say, "Well, we can't do it because we don't want to spend that kind of money." Well, <laughs> we now what money? You don't have to buy the hardware now; you just have to develop the software, and yeah. you're doing that anyway. And there's talk that even existing kit might be updatable over, you know, firmware updates to include this software. Yeah. Um, aspect that Apple requires. So hopefully, that means maybe some of the kit I have got because I've got things like a Wemo, for example. I've got mm -hmm. a I've got a motion detector and a and a an associated power switch. So maybe that'll become HomeKit compatible. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, and a lot of them are still bringing out hubs, hubs as well. And I'm just sick of bloody hubs. Hubs, hubs, hubs. I've got more <laughs> flipping hubs going on now, it seems to me, than, than anything else. So of course, um, actually, I was, strangely enough, I was talking to Alex about this the other day. It was, um, it's the biggest problem with all this home automation is they're all doing their own thing. They need, they, you know, unfortunately, we're, you know, we're in the Apple camp, so we have to go probably with HomeKit. Uh, Google's doing their thing, obviously, over there. And it's just the manufacturers are having to do the same work, it seems to me, three times over to to appeal to, you know, Windows, Google, or whoever else. Um, yeah. And it just, they, I just wish they, they could agree on, on some bloody standards that they could mm. all build to and everybody would benefit. But no, they all seem to want to go off and protect their own little fiefdoms again. And that's okay when it's their own hardware and it's their own stuff, like Apple producing Macs and whatnot. They don't care if Windows runs on it, even though it does, but mm -hmm. they didn't set out to do that. But when it comes to other things that Apple would have necessarily no control over, it, it makes, I just wish there was a standard that everyone can say, right, if you if you adhere to this Wi-Fi standard or, 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 or this Bluetooth standard, everything else can plug into it. It might not have direct yeah. access, but at least it can get, you know, on off. The trouble is these companies, they, they, each of them are, are arrogant enough to think, well, ours could become the standard, couldn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it doesn't happen that way. No, it never does. And it's just the same thing again and again and again, no matter what it is. I mean, even if we get to the stage where Google does a car, Apple does a car, you know, we'll probably have to go and fuel up or, or get the, the energy from a an Apple trans transformer <laughs> or a Google trans. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, you get those stories even today, don't you, where somebody fills a diesel car with um, with unleaded petrol and blows up the engine. You yes. know? <laughs> and you get people saying, oh, I'm knackered my Google car because I went to an Apple charging point. <laughs> and no one will go near the Samsung charging points. Hey, what do you do if you run out of electricity on the motorway and you're an Alexa Ooh. or something? Lexus. Not Lexus. Mm. Uh, Tesla, sorry. Yeah. What happens? I don't know. I assume it, it, it knows to put you in the uh, in the hard shoulder and just leave you there. <laughs> 
<laughs> just leave you there for us. Gives you a little uh, a cycle dynamo thing, and you're there all night. <laughs> a hole in the in the in the floor opens up, and it goes into Flintstone mode. <laughs> oh dear, that'd be so that suit me. It's weird, it's, you know. It's just one of those things that we've never had to contemplate. Obviously, I'm assuming AA comes along and sticks it on the back. But mm. there's no more like a, a, a four mile walk to the you know petrol station to get some fuel <laughs> to go back. Mm. What do you do? Hook it up to your iPhone and get the charge off that? I I don't know. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I'd, see, that's one of the big problems, you know. Um, and I was talking to someone else actually about electric cars the other day. He says it's a fantastic idea and it's great if you live in the city. But but where's the room? Most of the, most of the places don't have underground parking. Yeah. Park out on the street or down the side streets. You, you, uh, there's no charging points there. You can't run a cable from your house. Across the you know pavement to the car because some bugger will cut it. They'll probably kill themselves doing it, but it, that doesn't stop them. Uh, there's all kinds of weird. Stuff. It's just the infrastructure's not there yet. No, it's not. It's not there yet. Not for us anyway. You, you get the odd. You see the odd pair of chargers, don't you? Like in say the John Lewis <laughs> car park or or something like that. And you think, well, that's okay. While well, there's only you know two electric cars in that suburb. <laughs> yeah, but the problem <laughs> but is when the no- ship ramps up. <laughs> Problem is, there's normally a BMW car park there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, diagonally taking up both slots. <laughs> That's it. That's only because a Merc was in the the family, the baby one, so or the disabled one. Anyway, what am I saying? I don't know, but <laughs> I'm only saying what I see every day I go out on the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, there was a bit of a, a story in Fast Company this week as well about the iPad Pro Smart Connector. Now, when this was introduced back on the original iPad Pro, there was this big thing about this connector is going to be wonderful because it will allow you to connect to the iPad without having any blue, you know, any syncing issues. It will just plug straight in and mm-hmm. off you go. Well, the problem is we're now, what, two years in? Two and a half years in, yeah. and there's still only four accessories that use it, and one of them's Apple's own smart keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one source cited the wait times and the high cost for smart connected components are, are the reason you know this is the case. Uh, other accessories make other accessory makers simply praise Bluetooth uh, as being a better fit at least for Mm. iPad keyboards. Apple has confirmed, however, that multiple companies are now developing smart connector accessories. I have no idea what. There was talk that Apple had a a special relationship with Logitech, wasn't there? And that's why Logitech came out with the first three. And other companies felt a little bit cold-shouldered over that, I think. But Apple has to sort of try these things out. It's almost like it was still in prototype phase and they were working with a trusted partner for a while. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. I mean, other than keyboards, because they've also got that Logitech charger but it's like a trickle charge it, it doesn't there's no power yeah. there really um, one thing i'm hoping they use this for eventually is um you know like music keyboards mm-hmm. like you, you know the expensive yamaha keyboards or korg keyboards i used to own a few myself and um, you know every time they would improve the software the synthesis engines and the sequencer engines and all that it would be like you know 1500 quid to buy a new keyboard it wasn't modular in any way but i can imagine these days why not make all of that stuff in software so korg or yamaha would sell you know a new app for their latest synthesis engine or sampler engine or whatever it is and one one hardware keyboard that's got a smart connector on it and um yeah you just and off you go but of course there's no real market for any of that because just like this article says, Yamaha, Korg, or anyone else, why would they home in on that, on an Apple technology? Why not just use Bluetooth yeah. and USB? Because uh, everything's compatible with that, including the massive Android market. Yeah, it's that's, it, it's it's a weird thing. I mean, it's meant to be superior technology, but... Um, it, it is good for the iPad keyboard cover, you know, the smart keyboard. Yeah. Um, that's a really well-designed piece of kit, because... I know these are all like your first world problems we've got here, but um, you don't have any anxiety anymore about 
you know, shall I take my keyboard out or shall I not? Because it's just on there anyway. So, of course, it's going out with you. And then, you know, is it charged or isn't it charged? Well, it doesn't have to get charged. It just gets its power. So there's little niggly things at the back of your mind that are just gone and you just relax. You've got your iPad. You've got a keyboard if you need it. Job done. It's a, like a perfect design. But is it only going to be useful for keyboards? I mean, be they musical or, or, or typing? I mean, I can't mm. see any other reason for it being there i mean okay the the logitech charger is great but it doesn't fast charge it's it's a it's a the slow charge yeah. and of course it's uh forces into landscape only as well mm-hmm. so if you've got any any apps or whatever you want to use um portraits then yeah bluetooth is your best option again yeah i mean i remember when, i remember getting quite excited about it when they introduced it but now <laughs> after this amount of time i am <laughs> seriously thinking well Okay, but what was it for then? If it's just for yeah. a keyboard, great. You could just done a keyboard. Just say it's a keyboard connector. Done. Um, but it's not. But to be honest, I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm happy that they oh, did yeah. it, and I'm happy. I've, got, I've now got a keyboard that uses it, and it works really well. It makes the whole package much better than the sum of its parts. I think. True. True. I just you know all that time and energy went into just doing basically what the Bluetooth can do, but you got to worry about charge. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> it's a, it's a weird. Well, well, you know, you got maybe a next time they'll, they'll come up with something. <laughs> can't think of what though, but be another keyboard that has backlit or something I don't there's know. talk of uh, it being used for some sort of smart charging case at one point wasn't there as well because mm. you could imagine a case that takes up the full back of your ipad with a lot of battery capacity in it and it oh, connects it by the side can you imagine carrying that about around as well another <laughs> another <laughs> I'd be, like be like having an ipad walk <laughs> and it <laughs> accidentally gets thing. pierced <laughs> oh yeah oh dear just worries me ever since i saw one go up i've always been i you know because i knew like in my head what happens when you pierce one of these batteries but to see and hear it in the flesh so to speak was a bit more traumatizing yeah you just got to put it down on the ground and walk away haven't you (laughs) throw it at someone (laughs) jesus terrible unbelievable oh well um do you know who Chris Latner is, Alan? Do you remember? I do. He's, that, um, he's the Mr. Swift, isn't he? Swift guy. He is. He is the creator of Swift. Well, after a six-month stink, stink <laughs> maybe, a stint at Tesla, the one-time Apple engineer and Swift champion, Chris Latner has landed at the Google Brain Artificial Intelligence Project, which I never knew existed until I read it in this story. No. <laughs> I have no idea. What is the Google Brain Artificial Intelligence Project? It's some sort of um, blue sky research center into into artificial intelligence inside Google, isn't it? Where they can pretty much make up their own agenda, you know, research whatever they like and see what see what comes of it. Is it Skynet? <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose it must be given Google's uh, um, background. It is. Is well, he's he's I think is he still keeping his hand in with Swift? I, I think he's still. Mm. Mind you, if he's gone over to Google into this sort of like dark recess that they call, they call the artificial intelligence project is he going to be able to continue his his work on swift or is he just wash he's going to have to wash his hands of it now Oh, I stay involved, wouldn't he? He said when he left Apple that he wanted to be a keen contributor via yeah. the open source project. So I can't see him wanting to let his baby go like that. Well, I hope not, because it's a, it's a you know a lot of people I know claim it's a fantastic language and stuff. I'm I'm still stuck on the playgrounds about level seven because <laughs> I mean <laughs> I don't know how to do this <laughs> bloody thing. But uh, yeah. I mean, makes you wonder what went wrong at Tesla for him. Well, that's what, that's what I was about to say. I mean, you know, because that's also a, supposedly a forward-looking company, uh, especially when it comes to understanding languages and, 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 and artificial intelligence. I'd imagine a car that can drive itself around 
be intelligent <laughs> about it, like Kit, would be yeah. wonderful. I like to think that he's just come to the same conclusion that I did, that it's it's all a bit pie in the sky and it's never going to happen. <laughs> what, Tesla? <laughs> Self-driving cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want it to because it it does so it creates so many fantastic possibilities. Okay, great summer as well. You know, it damns us to some as well, like probably high unemployment. But man, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. As like I say on, on that show, we did purely about automated cars. A lot of things go away. We would we wouldn't need traffic police, for example. <laughs> we wouldn't need all kinds of things. We wouldn't need surveillance on every you know motorway and stuff. We wouldn't need all these people issue car fining fines for stuff we wouldn't need them anymore wouldn't need drivers wouldn't need bus drivers wouldn't need anything oh dear channel on. channel five would go out of business if there were no traffic cops anymore because <laughs> <laughs> most of their evening schedule is about <laughs> yeah cops this traffic cops that i've seen them filming one of them shows once while i've been out ah. and it's like the cops are doing their business and there's about there was about three cameramen around them doing various stuff. I was thinking, why do you need more than one? Uh, apparently they were doing pickup shots and whatnot. I don't know. But yeah, it was, it's the world we live in. Uh, speaking of Google, apparently Google uh, could end up paying Apple as much as $3 billion this year to remain the default search engine on iPhones and iPads, an analyst, asti- an analyst estimated on Monday. He argued that Google Payments uh, may re- represent a large chunk of Apple services business. Huh, okay, which Apple has been touting as the size of the Fortune 100 company of late, mm. and as much as five percent of Apple's total operating profits this year. Now, this is a case based on his theories that some time ago the CEO of of Google said they pay Apple. It's back in 2014, they paid one mm. billion to stay the the default search but uh it's a weird one isn't it i mean who why would you get away why would you take apart from the little bit of animosity that doesn't no longer seem to exist between google and apple what would be your alternatives bing (laughs) yeah well bing is still used for um siri by default isn't it yeah that's true that's true because uh yeah that's that's very true actually but uh i mean even if it did even if they did change the default to bing or 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 what duck duck go or Or apple search (laughs) eventually with that (laughs) good luck with that can you imagine those lawsuits coming but uh yeah i mean google's obviously been doing it for a very 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 long time and if you want to find anything pretty much what you're searching for you're going to use google i mean even if they'd like i say even if they did ship with the default as bing i would instantly change it to google once i got hold of it yeah Yes, yeah, exactly. I, I try to use um, duck, duck, a Mac, but I must admit, most often I start off every search with that um, exclamation mark G, <laughs> the bang G thing, so I force it to Google anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. But does that not track you then from that point on? It's I don't not... think it does, actually. I think it's still it's still less tracked than if you were yeah. at Google's own homepage. Yeah, it's funny. You know, people don't remember, I don't think, before search engines existed. Mm. I mean, or the, or the ones that we used to have, like Web Crawler and, and Aura Vista yeah. and, and things. And it was a very, very different time. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I used to use Alta Vista. That was amazing. <laughs> but, you know, again, bloody kids of today, they don't realise how good they've got. <laughs> but, uh, but it shows oh. how much uh, Google need these these Apple users and their and their web searches. Well, it's up true because billion a year because it's often said that Apple users are are, are worth a lot of money to advertisers because they know mm. they're willing to spend money on things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, and and that's why that's why it's a a good business for them if they can deliver me and you and whoever may you know a lot of people else listening to this podcast to advertisers, then that's great for them. 
and their yeah. bottom line. That's what they're all about. Never mind it being a search company, it's an advertising company. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? Biggest advertising company in the world. Yes, and it's only getting bigger and bigger. Until, mind you, like you say, if, if things like Siri starts cutting them out and Facebook mm. wants to cut them out, obviously, because they, they want to do it their, their own advertising. Yeah. They could, they've have, have, over the last few years, Google have had to cut back on some of its more, as you say, blue sky thinking projects because it just hasn't got the funding for a lot of them anymore. Because there was a time where Google could, could do no wrong and think it did it just make generated money and those not not in every aspect but it seems to me a lot of those things are now starting to come to an end and they're starting to have to reel back some of these things that they were working on mm, yeah instead now you've got, down to the, yeah sorry yeah just rationalize it down to the ones that are proven to to be good business that's it instead so you've got the, the ceo of amazon going into space <laughs> yeah <laughs> and oh dear and, and and buying whole foods and 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 a newspaper in america as well weird mm. Weird, weird, weird. Uh, did you ever belong to Love Film, Alan? Well, I got a feeling I did. I certainly belonged to one service where I used to get a DVD in the post and I had so many days to watch it and then yeah. you had to post it back before you could get your next one. I, I suppose it must have been Love Film. It must have been. Probably. I think it was the only way. Or did, did uh, Blockbuster do a Blockbuster similar thing? did it as well, yeah. It might have been that I had then. I might have been a Blockbuster subscriber for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, from October 31st, Halloween. <laughs> Uh, Amazon will be shutting down its DVD rental service, Love Love Film by Post. Amazon is predictably pushing subscribers to its... in the direction of its prime video and it's sweetening a deal with a 15 pound off uh from the cost of a fire tv stick uh love film actually strangely enough that um prime video was basically love films it was video yeah. streaming services and, and they got bought out by amazon and they just <laughs> relabeled it to their own name yeah. um and it was great i used to love love film i used to like get games from mum and dvds and i, I never i never used to rip them all because <clears throat> that would be illegal and you wouldn't want to do that because that was terrible yeah but no but i know i know a lot of people did but but no it was always good and you, you it was unlike the days again where you had to actually physically walk to the video shop <laughs> to find out every single bloody thing you wanted to rent had already been lent out to some other git yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you got some secondary film film that you didn't really want to see to then walk, trudge all the way back home to watch it to then trudge all the way back to hand it in again or post it through the little letterbox outside blockbusters or get a fine if you didn't and again it's just, <laughs> get a fine or vhs tapes get a fine if you didn't rewind the tape back yeah but oh, see look how much again it's changed now <laughs> just sit down <laughs> and i stream hundred i've got access to hundreds and hundreds of movies all legitimate or yeah. you know in hd 5.1 sound most of them as well oh, again flipping internet kids again don't know they're born (laughs) but it's it's a sad but i i can't i imagine there was some people out there still using this service obviously and as i say i used to use it for games uh which is great because i didn't want to spend 50 quid on an xbox game just to find out because you'd normally rent it for a few days and complete it and send it back and it was so it was perfect for that (laughs) i've only ever completed one large-scale video game and that was um yeah I've, i've I dabble with a few, but I just lose lose interest really. But the one I finished was uh, Zelda Three on the oh. Super Nintendo on the SNES. <laughs> wow! I got really addicted to that, and I had to complete it and then go back and get maximum <laughs> points in all the worlds. <laughs> that's why. See, that's why you don't play these games because I know you're a completist, and I'd <laughs> never see you again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can't afford to get hooked on them. This um, it's not it's it's not any good. It's not good anymore. Like for example, I, I Barry got me FIFA for for christmas last year and i just can't compete against these bloody kids 
I'm sorry. I'm not on a kid's rant on purpose today. I just find it quite funny. But yeah, they just absolutely demolish me. I can't. I can't even begin to keep... I'm, I'm reaching that age of my... You know, when I used to beat my dad, my stepdad, on a regular basis, and you think, oh, he's not even trying. No, he just <laughs> couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, no. You're going oh. into a new phase of life now, aren't you? Yeah, that's it. The sad old git phase. <laughs> Still, at least I can drink beer more than they can at the moment. So that's, I'm sticking to that. I'm holding that as my, my, my you know, raison d'etre. I can drink more than you, punk. <laughs> I wonder if the two things are connected. Oh, <laughs> like, oh yeah, good point. While you're absolutely stone drunk. <laughs> good point. I haven't thought of that. Oh, dear, dear, dear. <sighs> well, let's turn our attention to Uber, who get me home after I'm stone drunk. <laughs> uh, following the US, the app will now support ride tipping from, from this week, making it easier for passengers to reward good service. Now, I've got to say, now Uber's obviously been in the news for a lot of things recently, mainly related to its CEO. But mm. uh, I've always found whenever I've used the service that the drivers are absolutely wonderful. Here in London, anyway. Oh. Uh, well, you don't sound that impressed by that. Well, I know I've never had any opportunity to use any of these ride services at all. I've not used uh, Uber. I've not used uh, Lyft or any of them. Okay. Um, in addition, Uber will charge riders who force drivers to wait for their agreed pickup point. Well, that's fair enough, because mm. if, 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 some arrogant people just leave, leave them standing there for 10 minutes. I remember once when I had done a turn as a minicab, you get buggers that do that to you no. um from august 22nd passengers will have to pay 20p per minute if they fail to turn up within two minutes uh soon uber will be reducing the time frame to two uh, to, sorry to two minutes to uh, to stop you from just cancelling out on, on on backing out on on cab calls as well at the moment it's set to five i think so uh-huh. um so so you can bring them up and waste their time to come pick you and say oh no i've changed my mind to go away so that'll be now cut to two minutes uh, other mm. additions include a no thanks button so drivers can instantly pass on the trip <laughs> and wait for the next offer. Yeah, however, it will only work for three times for them in one night. So, uh, Okay, so they can be a bit more choosy about who they go and pick up. Yeah, I mean, I can understand, again, I can understand it to a certain extent because although we're getting into the, we, we seem to be living in a culture now where, well, well basically, we've got slaves, it seems to me, like cheap slaves for these big corporations. And although, like every time I've spoken to a, an Uber driver, they seem quite happy with the setup, and they they work all night, and well, they just do it in their spare time. It seems to me mm. there is that still that you know you have gits in your car, or they get low ratings, and then no one wants to pick up someone who's vomited in the back of a car because you no. just don't want to do it. Why would you want that person in your risk that you know if they've already shown that that's what they're capable of doing you don't want to chance it again no no but yeah i mean it's a two-way it's a two-way deal isn't it so you're getting into their car you, you've got to behave you can't be a, a dick as far as yeah. i'm concerned but yeah but I, this, I, uh, this tipping thing that they're adding that you can you can do that um after the actual ride can't you like within hours of completing the ride when you get home sort of thing you can rate the rate the ride and then tip them if you want hmm. so it avoids that still avoids that awkward situation where you've got face-to-face tipping or not tipping or how much are you tipping situation which is always a little bit more stressy than it should be really well yeah i mean because uh, I, I, it's embarrassing now actually because uh, as i realized the other day when i went out down london i don't carry cash with me anymore mm. i used to have a couple of quid in my pocket just in case but now i just don't need it and and i'm walking through london and like you know you get the various poor sods the beggars asking for money i go seriously i've got no money i'm afraid unless you to start taking like credit card payments there's nothing i can do but it's just a joke it's mm. ridiculous but uh yeah and i, I don't like and the the draw for me originally with Uber was you don't have to tip them. There was absolutely no pressure. Yeah, there's no yeah, money changes hands. 
Yeah, they know where to pick you up. They know where you, they're going to drop you off. You just say thank you very much and get out of the car and you're gone. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. But now I'll add that pressure back. Do I give a tip? How much do I tip? How much do I tip? It's not only 10% with me because I'm a, stin, a skin flint. But it's a, it's a weird thing for us Brits, tipping. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's odd. I mean, sometimes you do get what you consider to be outstanding service, say from a you know a waiter or a waitress or a cab driver or whatever, and, and you're about um, giving them a little bit extra because they've gone the extra mile, they've helped you out, they've been chatty, or they've given you extra information and all that. If, but hang, on, anything, hang on, hang on, hang on. If Uber's gone the extra mile, then that's no good because oh, yeah, you know no where, good, where you yeah. wanted to go. Don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but, but if it is, um, if it isn't exceptional in any way, then I do, I do dislike this kind of um, this assumption that you're still going to tip because that's the norm. You know, yeah. Especially in, in a restaurant situation where everyone seems to know that yeah, the the norm is what fifteen percent, twenty percent, whatever it is. And you think, well, why is that the norm? Surely the norm should be zero. And then if it's good service, then yeah, you willingly and happily give it. Mm. Now I think we got different um, rules in this country to say America where. Tips can be counted as part of your your tax at the end of the year or something, so so employees yeah. can get away with paying less. We don't have that in this country, as far as I'm aware. So you have to pay a proper wage, which is nice. Yeah, but uh, we're funny about that in this country. I don't know why. I just, okay, the wages <laughs> yeah. might not be that good, but we still got to pay them. <laughs> oh dear. Um, are you getting excited about the home pod, Alan? Well, I've, I was excited when it was announced. Maybe I'll have to rewatch the uh, the keynote, the WWDC keynote, and get excited all over again. Well. But um, I, I, I think I think I, I'm still aiming to get one. But mm-hmm. I am starting to think now it is quite an expensive thing. I, th- I think, to be honest, I, I do like music. I like high quality music. I like st- you know the good good speaker experience. But I think this thing is going to live or die on how good it's. Um, siri implementation is that's my thoughts i think it's got to become a proper um, amazon echo competitor so you can talk siri commands to the air and it would pick you up even if you're in a noisy room and even if you're talking quietly because it's almost spooky how good that amazon echo thing is yeah well well well, we'll see how that actually goes but the uh inventec supposedly the ipod uh, builders themselves see his their ceo david ho told investors during an earnings call this week that supplies will be short he said uh mm-hmm. we will Finally shipped the smart home device this year, said Ho, but its earnings, contributions that will be, uh, will be fairly limited and hopefully that will improve next year. The Chinese company also <laughs> manufactured Apple's AirPods, so that doesn't fill <laughs> me with much confidence. Um, according to an unnamed soul speaking to, to, uh, to Nikai, uh, Foxconn will pick up half the HomePod manufacturing duties in 2018 to assist in Ventec. But uh, mm. yeah, it's, uh, mind you, they're only releasing it, what, in three countries, isn't it? UK, USA, and somewhere else. Australia, was it? I can't remember. It was, it's definitely English-speaking nations yeah. anyway. But uh, And it's coming out on Christmas, coming out December. Um, now, I, I think they're, they're going to ship a lot, but I'm not, I'm, you know, it's definitely not going to be iPhone quantities. No. So so maybe, mind you, you know, you could have said that about the AirPods as well. But uh, I'm I'm certainly going to try and get my 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 um my order in as soon as possible. But uh, it might just be one of those things that's on back order again and again and again and again. Though, yeah, I think we're going to have to wait a while for this. I I think I I am going to get one. I think. In fact, I'm probably more excited about. Well, I'm I'm more in the market for buying this than I am for buying a new iPhone. That's that's my situation because my iPhone I've currently got, even though it's a success, it's good enough for me. It's going to be good enough for another year, that's for sure. But I haven't got one of these things. I haven't got a a Siri device I can talk to over the air in my house, so mm. that's new, and I, I need I need to have that thing in my life. So I probably will buy one of these. 
Yeah, and I'm hoping because it's got all the beamforming mics and stuff in it, it's got and it's doing the processing where, for example, even if it's playing music loud, it knows to take that music out of its hearing to yeah. focus on you, which sounds pretty clever, I've got to say. But because uh, everyone plays into music too loud through the Amazon, and I start talking to it, it doesn't hear me. <laughs> it's deaf from that point on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, again, we were shown absolutely nothing software-wise about this device, and and only a select few got to hear it anyway at WWDC. So I'm hoping in a three, four weeks' time, they will actually have something to show us on stage, uh, and then people will be able to play with it in the demo rooms. Yes, yes, exactly. Because yeah, they've had all this time to be working on the software, haven't they? It's quite a long time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, oh, and what is the software? If the software Siri, oh no, nothing's waking up. If software Siri, then 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 every uh, advancement it gets made on on iOS devices should assist this as well, because it's all done on the back end. There's nothing local as far as i'm aware which is one of the big bugbears of, of siri on the phone there's nothing done yeah. locally it all has to go oh hang on i've got to go and work out what you just said oh yeah, yeah. okay but uh you know all the other things like controlling music and 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 controlling home care is it's all done already i just don't i don't understand what what ad, they're adding to it hopefully a lot to be ad, to have to take this amount of time yeah yeah i mean once you've got the speaker design down <laughs> i'm sure i mean because people have been produce streaming music through speakers for a long time so what else are they doing yeah there's um there were people that heard it at the at ww didn't they play was it six tracks four tracks or six tracks i think they played mm. them six six specially selected tracks to show off the uh the hi-fi nature of the sound and um some people were saying that i think it was a stevie wonder track was it superstition i think and they were saying that that one sounded a bit odd and uh, that brought into question you know what is this intelligence that apple is building into their software that yeah. tries to intelligently uh, tweak the sound um to make it sound better depending on the music that's playing i mean that's quite controversial because a lot of hi-fi buffs would would want the flattest possible response everywhere wouldn't they they want the actual recorded sound to find its way to their ears unaltered by anything in the way anything in this in the audio path whereas apple's approach seems to be well we can make everything synergy. so define better then and what's your software algorithm like that works that out in real time regardless of what track you're trying to play over out of apple music's millions and millions and millions of songs <laughs> i don't i don't think this will appear to appeal to audio files firstly it's a little bluetooth type speaker right? yeah and secondly it's normally it's streaming music basically so it's like yeah. double count out sort of thing there's, there's nothing yeah. there that they'd like as far as i'm i'm aware could be wrong but uh I, i'm still gonna be interested in getting one I, i've started now the other day because i had to do all my amp reset up again i added sonos to play with harmony so it will play with alexa so i can now oh she's woken up i knew i shouldn't have done that um so i could from from the echo so now i can control my sonos unofficially via the echo and like i've got certain playlists set up that i can just say turn on you know country playlist or whatever but uh i mean i'm still waiting for that damn integration of sony and sonos and echo because they promised it like last year and nothing's come of it and and if they got it out before HomePod drops then they would have had a fighting chance i think but just Definitely. just seems to be nothing from, from i think Sonos. that's one of that must be one of the biggest risks on apple's whiteboard in the team that's designing this home pod you know if, if the likes of sonos and amazon get together with the sound quality of sonos and the intelligence of uh, 
of Alexa, then uh, yeah, that's got to be a real serious competitor to Apple, mm. isn't it? Well, I'd, 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 again, I'm not sure because there's, there's rumours, there's talk that um, Amazon are going to bring out a higher quality um, Echo device with a much better speaker in it. Of mm. course, the things that the HomePod can offer, the other guys can't touch because they know they don't give out access to Apple Music to anyone. You can get it on Sonos, but you're sort of streaming it through your phone, so it's not really the way yeah. you'd normally think of it uh, and and of course siri you can't get access to siri either if <laughs> if you want to get access to siri days yeah so i mean they can offer alternatives but they can't offer something point for point comparison if you see what i mean yeah yeah exactly but uh it'll be interesting to see and again the sheer lack of nothing no information coming out from sonos i, I find a bit disconcerting unfortunately and i'm lucky i've only bought one speaker <laughs> and, uh, and it's the cheapest speaker as well but um other people have laid in a small fortune for these sonos speakers around their house i don't know mm. I, I mean they're obviously going to still work i i assume if anything happens to that company because they do yeah, work on a central yeah. you do log in and 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 use the use the stuff yeah they haven't got their own um streaming library have they they just let you connect to other services yeah. don't they yeah that's it mm. that's it and then you can set them into favorites so you got in Sonos favorites and all the ones that you've set up and sent to Sonos favorites you got access to, be it from Spotify, Deezer, or, or, or Apple Music. But yeah, none of their own. Yeah, well, well, let's move on to the rumor. I can't play the rumor now thing because my bloody soundboard crashed. And I bet if I play this, did that come through? It did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll play it. In, sorry, but uh, yeah. So um, the rumor is that. The LT Apple Watch is coming <laughs> next month, and the form factor is not going to change. Woohoo! <laughs> so this is a call. This is noted by KGI analyst Ming Ming Chi Kuo uh, on Monday. He weighed into the Apple's on upcoming Apple Watch release, affirming recent reports of LTE cellular connectivity, dispelling rumors that this device will sport a new form factor. Um, again, I'd be quite interested if, if it's got cellular capabilities. I'm not too happy about having to pay three more money, for example, in my mm -hmm. case. But if they figure yeah. out a way around that, that would be great. That's going to be the key for me, I think, because uh, the last thing I want is to more monthly outlay to a to a telephone company. Yeah. <laughs> Apple just need to buy their own <laughs> service provider. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. They could control all, a lot of their problems go away if they could control the whole thing. If they don't, we don't. If us as users doesn't don't have to deal with BT or or O2 or or, or, or Virgin or three or you know, Vodafone or whatever, it could all just go away. If we pay yeah. Apple a lump sum, say, there you go, or they take a subscription off us and they, you know, it yeah. would, it'll be wonderful. <laughs> but it's never going to happen. It's no, never no. going to happen. Not this soon, anyway. Oh, okay. Well, wait, this, let's move on then. We've got a review this week, mm -hmm. Alan. And I, I didn't even ask for one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, probably the trick. That's it. So uh, this is from the USA. Uh, it says it's titled "My Saturday Indulgence." You need to get out more, sir. <laughs> in this case, five stars. And this is from Scrim Scrimfid. Scrimfid, yes. Uh, this is this is without a doubt my favourite Apple-related podcast. Always funny, light-hearted, and entertaining. I can't. My teeth ain't in today. I I'm a self-admitted Anglophile and Apple fan, so this is two of my favourite things, all jammed in one ear sandwich. Thank you very much for that, Matthew. Oh, he's put his, put his name as Matthew, uh, at Skimfrid. Thank you very much. That's a lovely review. We love, we love hearing from our, our listeners out there, especially yeah. the ones in the States, because, you know, I'm sure there's only six of you out there in the US listening, <laughs> which is one more than in the UK. <laughs> 
But if you'd like to send us a review, please just head on over to iTunes, uh, search out Mac and Forth and uh, hit submit a review. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and read it out on the show. Hopefully when my mouth's working, that'll be a great, a great sign. Uh, you can also help us out on Patreon, if you so wish, if you want to help fund the show. Um, just in case you don't know, we have now, me and Alan, we are now producing Patreon content every week. Goes out every Friday. It's a little 15, 10 to 15 minute show talking about some aspect of the week. And uh, so there we, you do get a little bit back for, for giving us a, a contribution. So if it's a 10 to 15 minute show once a week, you mean you get, it means you get an, hour, an hour's extra content of this wonderful <laughs> stuff. Why would you not want to do that? Uh, and I think that's pretty much it this week. I've got no other stories here. I really wish we could get to next month when we've got actual physical things that we can talk about. All this treading water just seems to get go on more longer and longer and longer with each bloody hardware release. Well, that's something we, we haven't talked about yet. What's your bet for when the keynote will be? What, what, is it going to be September, obviously, but when do you think in September? Right, okay, okay, here we go. So I'll just call up my calendar because otherwise I can't see. I reckon we are going to have... The presentation on the 5th, the 5th of September, the ordering on the 8th and the actual, you know, release date, the actual shipping date or arrive date is the 15th, I reckon. That's my prediction. It could Mm. always be a week after and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So as early as the 5th, that's not long. Is that, what, three weeks away, is it? Or four weeks Uh, away? Yeah. So it'll be not next Tuesday, not the one after that, the one after that. And of yeah, course, we will know more because they normally give a week's invite knowledge. Yeah. You know, so will it? I'm waiting to see if it will be in the in in the Steve Jobs Theater. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? If they miss that window, if they're missing that window, I've got to imagine it's so close, and they'd be so gutted after all that work that they've done in on that on that Apple Park to yeah. actually supposedly get to the tenth anniversary of the iPhone and then miss unveiling that in the Steve Jobs Theatre. Because that's that's like a try. All those things coming together at once just shows, you know, the, the amount of planning involved. That's not luck, I don't believe. That would just be no. bad luck if it doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, one good sign that it's going to... Now, we'd have seen rumours about, you know, them booking out uh, a day at, like, the Bill Graham Centre or that's the other true. one that he used to go. We haven't seen any of those rumours. So, no, that's a good yeah. point. That's a very good point. Yeah, you normally say, like, it says someone... Because they never tell them. It's always like mm. someone's booked out this thing. Yeah. But, uh, mm. yeah, you're right. I've not seen any of those rumours this time. Ooh. <laughs> and it'll be interesting to see how how well they can control the presentation from the Steve Jobs Theatre because it'll be all their stuff. So they will no longer be able to <laughs> blame someone else for like translation suddenly showing up in the stream that should be there and, and things like <laughs> yeah. this. And too many Wi-Fi devices in the auditorium. Exactly, because they could have their own private network on, on in there that no one else could see. And so, so I'm thinking that their whole everything, everything can change. They don't need to do it the same way they've done it on all these other di- places that they book out, and they have to go in a, you know, a few days before and set up, which just seems a gargantuan task for what's yeah. involved. Yeah. Uh, and then all the stuff when, you know, the crowds go in and then they busy the, that display room. So everything's put out while they're in the auditorium getting the keynote yeah. and then they all come out again. But, you know, the idea that they've got everything set up, everything ready for these press people should be quite interesting. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. Plus, I'm sure at this event they're going to show off, they want to go show off Apple Park and there's bound to be a video or stuff. I just don't yeah. know. And since they banned the drones, we don't know what state it's in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll show the gun emplacements that are there to shoot down the drones. Well, like I say, he did do that drone capture presentation at WWDC. So there's lots of hawks everywhere now. (laughs) 
they are they are watching you literally right Alan I think that's much it that's pretty much it for this week so where can we get hold of you sir well mainly on Twitter where I'm called Storm Gorelli anything planned for this weekend uh we got anything planned this weekend no don't think so boring stuff you know gardening <laughs> things like that really yeah. really dull stuff <laughs> oh dear well when you get your when you get ios 11 you'll be able to garden ar through ar so oh yeah, if it look, <laughs> we put one of them there it'll look like this yeah save you from doing it <laughs> uh my name's carl man you get hold of me on twitter at galore0101 you get hold of the show if you so wish at mac and forth you can email us if you wish mac and forth at gmail.com we're also on google plus and on facebook if you want to come and join us there and i think that's pretty much it uh this week next week i think dean's back so he can Regale us with his trips around Europe or wherever he's been, and because he's he's been jet jet setting again. Mm. That little tyke, he's out there, he's out there on his <laughs> he's, he's jet setting around on our dime. Uh, no, no, not really. But uh, until until next week, then everybody out there, please stay safe and be nice to each other. Bye, bye. <laughs>